0: This is Kristen O'Brien, Managing Editor at NFX, and this is The Founder List, audible versions of essays from technology's most important leaders selected by the founder community. This is a special episode of The Founder List, where we read out a famous internal memo from top tech leadership. In October 2006, Yahoo Senior Vice President Brad Garlinghouse wrote an internal memo urging the company to narrow its focus and clarify its vision. The memo, now famously called the Peanut Butter Manifesto, pointed out Yahoo's lack of focus, using peanut butter as a metaphor for spreading its resources too thinly. Three and a half years ago, I enthusiastically joined Yahoo. The magnitude of the opportunity was only matched by the magnitude of the assets, and an amazing team has been responsible for rebuilding Yahoo. It has been a profound experience. I'm fortunate to have been part of a dramatic change for the company, and our successes speak for themselves. More users than ever, more engaging than ever, and more profitable than ever. I proudly bleed purple and yellow every day, and like so many people here, I love this company. But all is not well. Last Thursday's New York Times article was a blessing in the disguise of a painful public flogging. While it lacked accurate details, its conclusions rang true, and thus was a much-needed wake-up call, but also a call to action. A clear statement with which I, and far too many yahoos, agree, and thankfully a reminder. A reminder that the measure of any person is not in how many times he or she falls down, but rather the spirit and resolve used to get back up. The same is now true for our company. It's time for us to get back up. I believe we must embrace our problems and challenges and that we must take decisive action. We have the opportunity, in in fact the invitation, to send a strong, clear and powerful message to our shareholders and Wall Street, to our advertisers and our partners, to our employees both current and future, and to our users. They are all begging for a signal that we recognize and understand our problems, and that we are charting a course for fundamental change. Our current course and speed simply will not get us there. Short-term band-aids will not get us there. It's time for us to get back up and seize this invitation. I imagine there's much discussion amongst the company's senior-most leadership around the challenges we face. At the risk of being redundant, I wanted to share my take on our current situation and offer a recommended path forward an attempt to be part of the solution rather than part of the problem. Recognizing our problems We lack a focused, cohesive vision for our company. We want to do everything and be everything, to everyone. We've known this for years, talk about it incessantly, but we do nothing to fundamentally address it. We're scared to be left out. We are reactive instead of charting an unwavering course. We are separated into silos that far too frequently don't talk to each other. And when we do talk, it isn't to collaborate on a clearly focused strategy, but rather to argue and fight about ownership, strategies, and tactics. Our inclination and proclivity to repeatedly hire leaders from outside the company results in disparate visions of what winning looks like, rather than a leadership team rallying around a single cohesive strategy. I've heard our strategy described as spreading peanut butter across the myriad opportunities that continue to evolve in the online world. The result... A thin layer of investment spread across everything we do, and thus we focus on nothing in particular. I hate peanut butter. We all should. We lack clarity of ownership and accountability. The most painful manifestation of this is the massive redundancy that exists throughout the organization. We now operate in an organizational structure, admittedly created with the best of intentions, that has become overly bureaucratic. For far too many employees, there is another person with dramatically similar and overlapping responsibilities. This slows us down and burdens the company with unnecessary costs. Equally problematic, at what point in the organization does someone really own the success of their product or service or feature? Product, marketing, engineering, corporate strategy, financial operations, there are so many people in charge, or believe they're in charge, that it's not clear if anyone is in charge. This forces decisions to be pushed up rather than down. It forces decisions by committee or consensus and discourages the innovators from breaking the mold thinking outside the box there's a reason why center fielder and left fielder have clear areas of ownership pursuing the same ball repeatedly results in either collisions or dropped balls knowing that someone else is pursuing the ball and hoping to avoid that collision we've become timid in our pursuit again the ball drops we lack decisiveness combine a lack of focus with unclear ownership and the result is that decisions are either not made or are made when it is already too late Without a clear and focused vision, and without complete clarity of ownership, we lack a macro perspective to guide our decisions and visibility into who should make those decisions. We are repeatedly stymied by challenging and hairy decisions. We are held hostage by our analysis paralysis. We end up with competing or redundant initiatives and synergistic opportunities living in the different silos of our company YME versus Music Match, Flickr versus Photos, YMG Video versus Search Video. Deli.co.us versus MyWeb, Messenger and plugins versus Sidebar and widgets, social media versus 360 and groups, front page versus YMG, global strategy from BU versus global strategy from Intel. We have lost our passion to win. Far too many employees are phoning it in, lacking the passion and commitment to be part of the solution. We sit idly by while, at all levels, employees are unable to hang around. Where's the accountability? Moreover, our compensation systems don't align to our overall success. Weak performers that have been around for years are rewarded, and many of our top performers aren't adequately recognized for their efforts. As a result, the employees that we really need to stay—leaders, risk-takers, innovators, passionate—become discouraged and leave. Unfortunately, many who opt to stay are not the ones who will lead us through the dramatic change that's needed. Solving our problems We have awesome assets— Nearly every media and communications company is painfully jealous of our position. We have the largest audience, they're highly engaged, and our brand is synonymous with the internet. If we get back up, embrace dramatic change, we will win. I don't pretend there's only one path forward available to us. However, at a minimum, I want to be part of the solution, and thus have outlined a plan here that I believe can work. It is my strong belief that we need to act very quickly or risk going further down a slippery slope. The plan here is not perfect. It is, however, far better than no action at all. There are three pillars to my plan. 1. Focus the vision. 2. Restore accountability and clarity of ownership. And 3. Execute a radical reorganization. 1. Focus the vision. A. We need to boldly and definitively declare what we are and what we're not. B. We need to exit, sell, non-core businesses and eliminate duplicative projects and businesses. My belief is that the smoothly spread peanut butter needs to turn into a deliberately sculpted strategy that is narrowly focused. We can't simply ask each BU to figure out what they should stop doing. The result will continue to be a non-cohesive strategy. The direction needs to come decisively from the top. We need to place our bets and not second guess. If we believe media will maximize our ROI, then let's not be bashful about reducing our investments in other areas. We need to make the tough decisions, articulate them, and stick with them. Acknowledging that some people, users, partners, employees, will not like it. Change is hard. 2. Restore accountability and clarity of ownership. A. Existing business owners must be held accountable for where we find ourselves today. Heads must roll. B. We must thoughtfully create senior roles that have holistic accountability for a particular line of business, a variant of a GM structure that will work with Yahoo's new focus. C. We must redesign our performance and incentive systems. I believe there are too many BU leaders who have gotten away with unacceptable results and worse, unacceptable leadership. Too often they, we, are the worst defenders of the problems outlined here. We must signal to both the employees and to our shareholders that we will hold these leaders ourselves accountable and implement change. By building around a strong, unequivocal GM structure, we will not only empower those leaders, we will eliminate significant overhead throughout our multi-headed matrix. It must be clear to everyone in the organization who is empowered to make a decision and ownership must be transparent. With that empowerment comes increased accountability. Leaders make decisions, the rest of the company supports those decisions, and the leaders ultimately live and die by the results of those decisions. My view is that far too often our compensation and rewards are just spreading more peanut butter. We need to be much more aggressive about performance-based compensation. This will only help accelerate our ability to weed out our lowest performers and better reward our hungry, motivated, and productive employees. 3. Execute a radical reorganization. A. The current business unit structure must go away. B. We must dramatically decentralize and eliminate as much of the matrix as possible. C. We must reduce our headcount by 15-20%. to I emphatically believe we simply must eliminate the redundancies we've created, and the first step in doing this is by restructuring our organization. We can be more efficient with fewer people, and we can get more done more quickly. We need to return more decision-making to a new set of business units and their leadership. But we can't achieve this with baby-step changes. We need to fundamentally rethink how we organize to win. Independent of specific proposals of what this reorganization should look like, two key principles must be represented. Blow up the matrix. Empower new generation and model of general managers to be true general managers. Product, marketing, user experience and design, engineering, business development, and operations all report into a small number of focused general managers. Leave no doubt as to where accountability lies. Kill the redundancies. Align a set of new BUs so that they are not competing against each other. Search focuses on search. Social media aligns with community and communications. No competing owners for video, photos, etc. And front page becomes Switzerland. This will be a delicate exercise. Decentralization can create inefficiencies, but I believe we can find the right balance. I love Yahoo. I'm proud to admit that I bleed purple and yellow. I'm proud to admit that I shaved a Y in the back of my head. My motivation for this memo is the adamant belief that, as before, we have a tremendous opportunity ahead. I don't pretend that I have the only available answers, but we need to get the discussion going. Change is needed, and it is needed soon. We can be a stronger and faster company, a company with a clearer vision and clearer ownership and clearer accountability. We may have fallen down, but the race is a marathon and not a sprint. I don't pretend that this will be easy. It'll take courage, conviction, insight, and tremendous commitment. I very much look forward to the challenge. So, let's get back up. Catch the balls and stop eating peanut butter. For more audio essays from the people who've built companies like Instacart, Facebook, Trello, HubSpot, and Dropbox, visit the Founder List at nfx.com or subscribe to the NFX Podcast at podcast.nfx.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kristen O'Brien and this is The Founder List.